this final week of 2022, we discuss a big budget Starfield mystery with a protagonist that's doing a little too much with his fake accent. Death on the, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. I'm Chad. I'll bet. And we want to thank you so much for listening to us this year, but also thank you for listening to the 88th episode of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, so um, right off the bat, we've had so many technical difficulties this evening. It's insane. Like, <laughs> Matt's microphone is fucking up. My webcam's fucking up. It looks. It looked like Caesar was like 50 feet away from his camera when he was on here. Carlin's shit wasn't working. It, it, it's a New Year's miracle that we are here today. So I want to thank you guys for coming on this evening. Thank you for having me. Thank That's you. your line, Carlin. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Carlin, what's, how's the web, the website? How has the podcast and the YouTube page been going? Uh, it's going pretty well. Just watching movies and enjoying whatever guest comes on. <laughs> yeah, like, how, where's the invites, man? Like, if you hit me up and you're like, hey, man, do you want to watch some bullshit? I'd be like, okay. Why? Right. Why is it not? This is a, this is actually an intervention. We we tricked you onto coming this week. I'm just saying, man. Like, why do I always have to ask you to hang out with me? Do you not like me, Carlin? No, it's not true. I'll I'll invite all of you to uh, to my podcast. <laughs> Even this guy I just met in the pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have to find a movie that we can all agree on that we never care to see. Right. I got you. Um. So before the show, I saw that you posted a movie movie i'm sorry i'm all over the place right now i saw you posted a video a bad romantic comedy something from tiffany's and it's a pretty good video man um thank you i don't know about the content of the movie and i'm not shitting on it like i i like a good rom-com myself i do like a nice shitty hallmark movie we did a whole bonus episode on it but Mm -hmm. i don't know it's, it's like a good little in and out review you don't do that often no i don't I'm going to start today, though. <laughs> what 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 made you want to make shorter content? Shorter content? Um, I mean, that video is five minutes long, as opposed to, like, some of your podcast episodes are, like, upwards of two hours. I think that I'm going to start regularly, just start uploading quality content like that every week. And I was just like, well, you know what? It doesn't need to be so long, like I've always do that you know i can get in and get out and just work on the next video i got you okay well what in general what's been going on with you Mm, nothing much just still working working in the film industry um making new reviews meeting new people same old same old i guess (laughs) is there Uh, can you can you talk about any things, any movies or things, TV shows you worked on lately? Um, still just the the same shows. Um, I think it was the same show that I told you about last time. I, think I thought got, that was a I thought that was a movie. No, it was a TV show. Uh, Zoltar. It got renewed for a second season. The first season didn't even fucking come out yet. I know that's that's what these streaming <laughs> sites are doing. <laughs> I've I've never heard of that one. Which one is that on? 
it's, it's going to be on Apple or Apple oh, TV or why. whatever. But um, well, Android yeah. all the way, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not even that. Like they didn't. They haven't even released the show yet. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> that's what, apparently that's what they do. Yeah. Uh, who was in that, by the way? Um, the only thing I know is the whatever main guy from Orange Is the New Black. I've never seen that show, I thought, so I don't even know his face. It was an all female show. That's dudes. The guy from uh, the guy from uh, American Pie. Yes. Oh, or wait, Jason no, 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 Biggs. someone That's else. Right. I know it's not him. It's someone else, or unless it might be him. But I really think it's because the main guy, the main guy from Orange is New Black is uh, I can't whatever the guy from American Pie is. Jason, Jason Biggs. Yeah. Well, he's the leading. There's so many seasons of Orange is New Black, but like he's one of the main ones. You have like guards that are that are. So I'm not sure exactly which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's he looks like Jason Biggs, so maybe it is him. <laughs> <laughs> All these actors look the same. I swear to you. Wow, I didn't know you were an actor uh, prejudice, Carla. <laughs> I'm not, but when they all look the same, it's just hard to keep up. <laughs> I seen a picture, a meme where it had like Margot Robbie on there. It oh, had yeah. the girl for uh, sex education. It had like all these pictures and it was like, which was Margot Robbie? <laughs> or how many of these people are Margot Robbie? And it was like, people were like, oh, these two are her. These three are her. Apparently all six of those people are different people. <laughs> mm. Um. So you're in Georgia, Carlin. What is the weather like down there? Um, it's pretty cold. Just last night, I was looking at my phone, like the weather app, and it even said like in the morning we could get snow. <laughs> what's What's the temperature right now? Uh, the temperature right now is ten degrees. Okay, so in St. Louis it's five, and we got three to three inches of snow. And like this morning, it was like negative six. Uh, what is the weather like there, Matt? It's cold. Uh, we get we get flurries, and uh, not even an inch, not even half inch, not even it's barely sticking. But um, the Kyushu, this area around here, is they don't do snow as far as like. There is no, the city doesn't, plow doesn't, um, salt doesn't do anything like that except for on the expressway. So basically whenever it gets even a little bit of snow, everybody freaks out and stuff like that. But I, I get it because you got like all the small roads, the hills that you go through and things of that nature. So, but it's just been just cold, really cold. It, you saying like the whole city freaks out when like shit goes kind of like a little snowy. That reminds me of... Um... I think it was last year when Texas got snow and it was mm -hmm. like the whole state just shut down. Yeah, everything Basically, shut down. Yeah. You're in Texas, right? Yes. Yes, I am. Houston. So, man, it's been bad out here. Uh, they talk about uh, 17 degrees here in Texas and uh, Houston. And the crazy thing is, like, it doesn't normally get this cold. You know, I don't know who all these people talk about. There's no such thing as climate change, but I'm pretty sure that's a pretty big change. Uh, we got ice on the roads out here. Uh, I've actually had a, a wild day the past two days. Found out my furnace was broken because I never used it. Ran, well, I just bought a new house, so it's never used the furnace before. <clears throat> it was sitting at like, 
I had the set point at 68 degrees and it was like 65 in the house. And I thought, you know, it's, it's working. It's good. And then, uh, yesterday it got down to like 30 degrees in the house. I was like, oh, well, there, there's my heat. <laughs> so I spent the entire day today <laughs> driving around trying to figure out how to get my, my AC fix or my, my furnace it's central air. So were you trying to fix it yourself or did you hire somebody? So my first, I'm fairly handy. So my first thing was to go in there and look at it, see what's wrong with it. Is it something simple, like change the air filter? Okay. Uh, come to find out it was actually the circuit board on it. I had to change out the circuit board. So uh, I did call a guy out. I called that, you know, one hour AC, one hour heat guys. They came out, charged me $99, told me I could pay them $1,300 and they could have the, the circuit board here to me in three to five days. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, but then he also told me you could probably find a circuit board for like 80 bucks at a local AC shop, AC supply store. So I spent last night in the cold. <laughs> I started mm-hmm. the, uh, I, I turned the ovens on. Because I got two ovens, I turned the ovens on. I started a fire in the fireplace, and I tried to warm the house that way. It didn't work too well, but none of my uh, pipes busted yet. You know, knock on wood. Well, yeah, let's not let's not talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, man, I actually was able to get the circuit found the circuit board by 10 a.m. Took me about two two and a half hours of driving around to all these stores trying to figure out who had it, and. Uh, I got it replaced now, and I got heat again. That's good. And you did it all yourself. Yeah, I did it all myself. That's good. How much YouTube and stuff? Uh, probably about seventy-five minutes worth of YouTube content (laughs) (laughs) that I had to go through. Literally seventy-five minutes to get to that that specific part. Hmm. But uh, along with the technical difficulties that uh of the AC of the heater, at some point with the flicking the uh the circuit breakers on and off my stove top went out it's an electric stove so now i have an oven that works but the stove top doesn't so i can't cook anything on the stove top it's like man being a homeowner sucks yeah right it was not I one wanna, thing it's another yeah. i want to call the landlord man i want to call the landlord and get him to fix this stuff <laughs> But hey, man, this this gets to be your problem now. So you know that's the trade off. It, it sucks. It sucks. But hey, more YouTube. You know, you then I feel like on an episode that you were on previously, you were talking about wanting to. Uh, you you were talking about like having properties and doing this, that, and other, right? This yes. Is, this is just building to that. Absolutely. So I still have my my house that I was previously in, mm-hmm. and I have some renters in there now. Yeah, and then when that shit goes out, you and YouTube can go over there and fix it. No, I'm gonna call somebody. I'm an I'm an investor, not a uh, you know. What I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not hands on. No, that's mailbox money. Mail, mailbox money. So, Carlin, like I know, like your job is like with electrical and wires and stuff. Like, how closely does that translate to like, oh shit, my furnace went out? Um, not too much, really um everything's kind of built for us and we just know kind of the ins and out of it a little bit so okay okay 
I'm not a very um, electrical person. Um, I did I did some stuff in my house, but some stuff I was like, we'll call somebody or man, do we need hot water in that in that bathroom? <laughs> do we? I don't think we do. Nah, we got we got a stove. We can heat some stuff up and take <laughs> a bath that way. I mean, if you really think about it, what are the germs really killing with the hot water? You know, right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's more about the the motion and the soap. You know, hot water is just extra. <laughs> right. It's, it's right. All, how it's hard? How hard you scrub? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so, um, are you, you're feuding with somebody at work right now, uh, Caesar? Is that is that what you were telling me? It's so it's not any, any one individual. But here, let me uh, paint this picture for you real quick. You know, I work, uh, I work shift work. It's uh, four on, four off, 12 hour shifts. Every day on my, sh- on my shift, we bring in, uh, somebody brings in lunch for the entire crew. Burgers, pasta, uh, spaghetti, you know, spaghetti. Uh, sometimes people order pizzas. We're working days, we bring in breakfast. Like I'm bringing in breakfast tomorrow morning uh, to work. And uh, we cook, and it feeds everybody. Oh, kind of so like uh, firefighters and stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly like that. So there's eight people on shift with us. Well, seven or eight, depending on who's all there. But generally, there's seven or eight people with us on shift. So four sets, right? Four days we off, we're on. But I seem to be bringing something every set. <laughs> like hold on wait wait the, the the math isn't math in here you know so there's, there's certain guys and we're, we're trying to figure out why but just they just never raise their hand like hey i got it tomorrow or i got or they just never bring anything and we're actually thinking that it might be the, like this one guy i think it's his wife he's like she won't let him spend money <laughs> like she sends him with a lunch and if he doesn't eat his lunch it's like yeah it's a bad day for him so have you guys thought about like just making an actual like schedule and lining up with the work schedule? So it's like on this day, so-and-so has breakfast on this day, so-and-so like really uh, just like streamline it. So I've been at this job for about since April, no, May, May, since May I've been here and I've, I've brought it up, but this is the way they've been doing it for a long time, I guess, because just because, they can't guarantee that certain people are going to bring continuously. So they, every set is just like up in the air. Like, all right, who's got tomorrow? Yeah, I see. So, so I always try to wait till, till the last day be like, or to, to the third day and be like, Hey, uh, nobody else has got tomorrow. <laughs> I, I guess I'll bring something since nobody else, anybody raises their hand. I mean, you got to show them what's what. You got to just not do it for like two or three weeks and then that'll show them. Yeah. Right. Then they're going to be like, oh, we need to get some food. We might have to put this down, pen to paper. Right. Yeah. This, as far as you know, this could be like some sort of hazing situation. Well, it's so it's not it's not just me who's upset about it. There, there's four of us. No, there's like five of us who uh, bring pretty regularly. Okay. And it's just these other guys who... <clears throat> don't come through hmm. and it's not a money thing because well, i don't think it is because we all uh bring home a pretty hefty check hey, hey, so, hey you can't you we we cannot assume what everybody's financial situation is true 
Very true. But I'm the lowest pay- paid man in there. I'm like, this is BS. <laughs> right. But like the way your life situation is, you know, you, you, you yourself have said you have other income revenues with your, um, with your property and stuff yeah. and you got other stuff and maybe you're budgeting differently. It's like, um, once upon a time, I worked in um, tax preparation. I don't have I ever talked about this. My time in this in this field, not at all. I, I like I'm an how avid you, listener. Yeah, I, I was like, I like how you shaking your head. But I'm like, no, nah, you listen to all the episodes, okay? Um, <laughs> and so, like, one of the things that um, folks would do is like they come in and they be like, hey, so um, I make the same amount of money as so and so as my job how come my tax refund isn't the same? And I'm like, do they have kids? Maybe maybe they're claiming kids. Maybe they have like a small business. You know, like there's like a whole bunch of factors. Like we're all different, right? right? So it's like, you can't the really- The biggest become, factor being who's your, who your tax preparer is. I mean, hey- How, it's, how it's, far they're willing to stretch the tax code. The tax code. It's only so much <laughs> one can do, all right? Because it's like shit. Like, don't expect a three thousand dollar paycheck and you single. You need to. You chill. still do tax tax preparation on the side? I I'm not doing. I'm not doing. Does Does Texas even have state taxes? No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> federal, federal only. But also no. Well, yes, but no. <laughs> hmm. Offline, I got you. It's top. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> You don't. Help me. You help got you me. got you got more stuff than I want to deal with. I just want somebody with a job, nothing else. <laughs> He's like easy money or no money. Right. right. So Matt, what are you watching on Netflix? Uh recently it came out of a TV show called The Recruit. Have you guys heard of it? Uh, okay silence yeah. means no no i've heard of it i'm trying to let every other people talk you know uh okay carlin have you heard of the show have you worked on this show what's going on i don't think so <laughs> it sounds uh, whenever someone says a tv show's name it almost sounds like everything else it's it's got that it's got that one boy noah noah Sinti, whatever the fuck he was in uh shazam why he gotta be a boy because he's like 24 <laughs> Does he identify as a boy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Just check. Yeah. 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 No, this isn't like a. Uh, well, no, I'm not gonna single anybody out. But no, this isn't one of those situations where I am assuming someone's sex. Okay. Hey, we we keep it PC on this podcast. All right. All right. Yeah. Never heard of it. It's about a new recruit into the CIA. He is a lawyer, but. Things happen and he gets thrown into the field. This is a great show. It's only like eight episodes, but they're pretty long. I think they're like 45 minutes, maybe to an hour. Great show. Um, he plays the role perfectly. Um, I highly recommend it. I don't want to do no spoilers because I want you guys to or listeners to check this out. But yeah, the recruit on Netflix is very good. Very, very good. Did you finish the season? Yes. It was that Carlin with a yeah, this is That's the guy from um To All oh. the Boys I Loved Before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, once upon a time, he was going to play He-Man, but, you know, Netflix is tripping right now. And a voice actor or live action? Live action He-Man, but Netflix can't seem to get it off the ground. 
He doesn't have the chest oh, for he it. Need, <laughs> that's, hey. what, that's what I say. He, that's what I say. He needs a bulk up there. <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, if you go back and you look at some early Chris Evans stuff, like when he was in Fantastic Four, and then you look at that compared to like that's uh, different. <laughs> Johnny Storm is not meant to be bulked up. But I'm just saying, like, who would have thought like somebody like that got as big as he got when you know he became Captain America? Uh-oh. So I mean, they they can make anybody get in the gym, all right? Yeah, that's true. Also, I I can't remember, but didn't they make him like have a shirtless scene in Black Adam? I don't remember. Hmm. He was in Black Adam. Wait, were we the only two that saw that movie? No, I saw it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't watch it. I didn't think there was a reason to watch Black Adam. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, cl- like clearly there isn't. I mean, all that's getting deleted. So you know, right. Uh, the Rock was supposed to shake up the hierarchy of the DCU. Yeah. <laughs> now look at him out here on the streets. I... <laughs> you see how he put that uh, announcement slash whatever it was supposed to be uh, about the DC and how him and James Gunn is friends and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just like when Henry Cavill was like, hey guys, I'm back. Yeah, you can you can right. say anything for a check. Right. Uh... Yeah. So another movie I watched was uh, Mind Cage starring Martin Lawrence. Uh, the only reason why I wanted to watch this because I wanted to see how he was playing a serious role. Yeah, like I remember when I was younger, uh, somebody, we were having a conversation about like comedians that do movies and like they were like, everybody's done like a serious role except Martin Lawrence. And I'm like, no, wait, yeah, that's not true. What else has he done serious? Um, I felt that a thin line between love and hate was pretty serious. At least the situation of it was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yeah. fair. That that's fair. That's fair. I gave you that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate you picking something we just saw. So it's like, I can't even be like, right, well, right. I don't remember. <laughs> no, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically it's about a cop. He's a, he plays a detective and he, a, he arrested years ago, this, uh, serial killer who when he kills him he dresses him up in these fantastic like artistic poses somewhere like it could be anywhere from in a church on a train things like that but then years later there is a copycat doing the exact same thing and they reach out to him to try to figure out if he has any insight to who this copycat killer is and stuff like that now this movie was in- interesting to the very end and they re- they re- they re- the situation so i'm about to spoil it your mic was going in and out Can you hear me now yeah like it's saying yeah, it, sounded it, like sw- it's, it switched mics yeah it switched to like your laptop what we, we're oh, okay. having all issues it tonight. was trying to warn us about the spoiler that you're gonna say <laughs> <laughs> so the movie was good all the way up until they revealed the twist into the movie now if you don't want to hear the ending of it skip ahead about a minute because i'm about to spoil this because it ruined the movie for me so this is a real real world type of thing of cops and investigations and everything else like that the spoiler on this is the killer who's in jail, who's helping them, it all becomes supernatural to where he can 
put himself into other people's bodies he's and then for like a couple right for a couple minutes and they do stuff so that's how he was able to get the copycat work because he was the one who was actually doing it so uh earlier you asked me uh is he involved in it and i was like Martin Lawrence. i was like yes and no and i was like well Yes, because he gets into Martin Lawrence, and Martin Lawrence was the one that was doing all the killing. The Martin Lawrence thing, <laughs> right? Uh. So I was like, "You, you did all of this straight, uh, real life stuff, and then you had to throw some supernatural shit at the end." And I was like, "All right, yeah, this ain't it. We're done here." Yeah. So watch it. Don't watch it. I don't care. <clears throat> did it not? Uh, did so? It killed the movie for you. You didn't like it at the end. Because of that? No. Right. Because I was thinking that, you know, who was a killer and they're going to figure it out when it, but then when you threw some, it's kind of like you fi- they figured out all oh, this movie, this, this, and this. It's like, ah, oh, shit, we need a killer. <clears throat> How about we just had this guy say he went into, he can go into other people's bodies so, or whatever? So because nothing part of, the, of this movie yeah. was ever supernatural. It only got supernatural to this very end. Gotcha. So I'm, I'm looking at a, uh, the poster for it right now, and I'm looking at this picture of Martin Lawrence is kind of kind of crazy to me because to me it looks like a like a Carl Winslow with hair. <laughs> oh that, yeah, that that's funny. <laughs> yeah, like he's got that that belly on him and everything. Have y'all heard about the uh, the Eddie? I believe Eddie Murphy did this did a, a new movie also where he's the. It's it, I've seen the preview for it. It was him. It was Eddie Murphy. And the character, him, his character, and his character's wife sitting at the table with uh, Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah that's Hill. Not, Jonah that's, Hill. That's, that's not out yet. That's not out yet. Okay. Have y'all y'all yeah. seen the preview for it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm interested in seeing that too because it seemed like it was supposed to be more of a a serious movie also, and I like I like the comedy vibe actors. from that. So did I. Not from the Eddie Murphy side though. Yeah. Uh, the Jonah yeah. Hill comedy. Yeah. Yes. He's he's Eddie Murphy's playing the straight man. So this is like a uh, so it's it's Eddie Murphy, Neil Long, and um, what's his name? Oh yeah, Neil Long, Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill. Uh, and it's it's one of those like um, not not guess who's coming to dinner? A good movie. Guess who? You remember with um Ashton Kutcher and Zoe Saldana? One of those love situations. Yeah. Where you know it's like, oh yeah, me and the parents and the dad saw Stern and shit. That's what Eddie Murphy is bringing to the table. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's, uh, it's still a straight face Eddie Murphy. So for me, it's like that's, that looks exciting. But I mean, but Eddie Murphy was nominated for an Oscar. We know Eddie Murphy's got chops. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. So, um, also, why do you hate trailers, man? I didn't know I hated trailers until I, I read this article. So Carla will be, I guess, interested in this because it's part of his business. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, um, in 2019, a rom-com came out called Yesterday. Um, are you guys familiar with that movie? Yes. Okay, well, the point of it is, is basically during the trailer, they showed Anna de Armas in the trailer. So, but it turns out that she was, her parts were cut from the movie. So when these people went to go see the movie based off the trailer and they were disappointed that she was not in the movie. So she sued, let me get this correct. So she sued in there where basically how the trailer was misleading and things like that. Uh, 
at first I was like, that's a frivial lawsuit. But then I thought about uh, Black Adam when I was like, hold on. The trailer shows Black Adam flying through the air with some jets. And that wasn't in the movie because it got cut. So do you guys think um, it's okay for trailers to be misleading? Because they were saying basically that trailers are showing you snippets of a movie. So if you show me something that's not in the movie, then that is misleading, right? Very misleading. So so what are you guys' thoughts about this? I think we should give the floor to Carlin first. <laughs> um, yeah, it's incredibly misleading, but the the job of the trailer is to make you want to go see the movie and uh, nothing else <laughs> matters after that. Um, that's why I stay away from trailers. I don't watch them at all. Right. I mean, the, to be on the side of the studios, <laughs> uh, they make those trailers like sometimes really early into the edit. And so it's like, how are you going to know what's going to be in the final product, right? Or like, what mm-hmm. if something didn't test well with an, with an audience and then they took it out because the test audience didn't like it, but it right. was still in the trailer. It's, it's also the whoever the studios are that make the movie, they send all their footage to a trailer production house and they get different people who don't even know what the movie is or whatever and they make the trailer. Right. That, that's some interesting information right there. I never knew that. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I do agree. To some to a degree, I do think that it's kind of shitty. And just um, just for me personally, and to a an extent too, like we watch a lot of trailers. And so when I go into a movie, I'm like, I appreciate seeing things that weren't in the trailer because I absorbed a lot of stuff from this movie before I actually saw it. But also, Marvel blatantly lies in like every single trailer they put out, and nobody says anything. (laughs) And they're after credit scenes, too. Yeah, exactly. So, (laughs) yeah. I was just reading one. They said the Jurassic Park movie, I don't know, I think it's probably the newest one. They said that trailer was entirely made up of cutscenes that were not in the movie. The whole trailer was. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. You know, Shredder probably found a lot of stuff with those too. Right. Um, so over um the last week, uh so last week we did our um our first ever seen unseen podcast episode. And that episode dropped like yesterday, time of recording. So I'm not gonna ask if either you listen to it because I won't, you know, it was yesterday. But basically, <laughs> um Seen Unseen was a podcast, a really early podcast where it was two guys and they would watch one would watch a movie and one wouldn't. And they would both watch the trailer together. And the person that didn't watch the movie would try and like piece together what the movie was about based on the trailer. And so we played that last week for like, uh, we both watched separate Christmas movies and we ended up liking what we saw, even though we didn't think we would. And we recommended it to the other person. And so um, I asked Matt to watch the last holiday thinking it was going to be some, some black foolishness and he was like this is actually good and i was like (laughs) okay so i watched it and when it started like the very first scene in this movie is like it's queen latifah singing at church and i'm like y'all just y'all just going head first into this movie huh 
But uh, once it gets going, when she goes on her last holiday, I was charmed as fuck by this movie. Like, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, I'll admit, I got, I, I got, a, I got a little teary eyed at one part. You know, it, it was hitting me. It was hitting me right here in the heart. What part? Um, when she's talking about uh, when Queen Latifah tells the um, lady that works at the hotel that she's sick. And like mm. they're having like a nice touching heart to heart moment because like that lady had has been like a a, a giant B to her the entire movie. Mm. But then like they they you know they connect and I was like, God damn it, movie. I didn't think that you would do this to me. Like I, I I'm <laughs> feeling it right now. Like it was a really touching movie. See, like just like I said, that's how I felt when she got diagnosed, and I was like. I'm not mentally well dealing with death these days. I yeah. was like, I didn't, I didn't know what this movie was going to be about. So now you hit me in my feels yeah. about death. And I was just like, uh, but then we get past that and then comedy and good stuff happens. So I was like, all right, good. Yeah. And also like one last thing I want to say about it. It's like a lot of the times in these types of movies, um, there's like some sort of like, you know, the main character is lying to people. And so people are thinking one thing. And so like, you have to have that scene at the end where the person's mad at them for lying. And they're like, look, I only lied to you because blah, 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 blah. There was none of that. And I genuinely appreciated that. Like it didn't follow the, the, the formula for this type of movie beat for beat. It was just really fucking Mm -hmm. charming. And I do agree with you, Matt. I could not take Ella Kuja seriously. I was like, sir, Stop trying to be the romantic lead in this movie. I couldn't take it like the clothes he was wearing. Like he was supposed to play some kind of like, not nerd, but like his clothes he was wearing. And my mom, I'm like, you LL Cool J, you, you wear better stuff than this. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ladies don't love that you're wearing dickies, okay? Right. <laughs> uh, and then also like just a, a complete 180. I read a book this week that I could not put down. Uh, it's called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Any of you guys familiar with this book? Nope. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Readings for nerds. <laughs> I damn nerds. You away for the movie? <laughs> yes, that's all I am. So I wait um, for the trailer to drop. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Complain. How come these scenes weren't in the movie? Um, so I feel like this would make a really good like mini series on like a streaming service. But basically, it's about these two characters, um, Sam and Sadie. They met when they were kids. Uh, Sadie's sister, she had cancer. And Sam, he was in a really bad accident. And they bonded. Like, I'm not sure how much time you guys have spent in children's hospitals. No. Any, never. No. No. Okay. Uh, just me okay (laughs) um so they have like you know video games and stuff like people donate um video game consoles and like give money and you know entertainment stuff for kids and so uh this movie set like in the early uh, sorry the book starts off in the early 90s when they meet and uh they're playing like a nintendo that was donated to the hospital and they, they they really bond and so the hospital people are like hey um, that's the first time like that kid, the boy has talked to anybody in weeks. And like, if you could like, since you're already be here, can you like talk to him and spend time with him and get him to open up? And mm-hmm. so she does that. 
and um, she um, gets community service points for it. And she doesn't tell him that is community service. And so uh, she eventually he finds out and they have a big breaking up, breaking up, falling out. So basically the, the book is about like the two of them throughout their lives from like maybe 10, 11 until they're like 40 ish. And so like they uh, reconnect in college and she's going to school to like make video games. And this is like in the mid nineties. And um, they ended up making a video game together that like actually gets popular. And so that's their career trajectory. And so it's a lot about the highs and lows of their relationship. And it's not a relationship like they're dating. It's like kind of like brother, sister, but like, these are at the heart of it these are two very broken people so like they'll like have these like hiccups and they won't talk to each other and it just makes things really bad in the relationship to where like they won't talk to each other for a long periods of time like when she was like i'm getting community service or hanging out with him but like she had like several hundred hours of community service and so like it was at a point where she was doing it because she actually liked spending time with him not because you know and so it's like the community service so it's like it's like over the course of their lives there were like a lot of little bumps that if they would have just talked to each other it wouldn't have gotten as bad as it did and what i really liked about the book well one it was like weaving real video game history into the the book so like a little bit before their game came out like metal gear solid came out and like there were like influences in the game that they made from Metal Solid. And then there was like, they eventually like uh, made a game kind of like Persona, like a little bit after it to kind of mm-hmm. ride that wave. And so mm-hmm. like, I like that aspect of it. Like um, the Arthur, she's a, um, she's a Gen X. So she's familiar with video games and shit. But what I really liked about it was like, it's not like, you know, like you're watching a movie or you read a book and like the characters go through an arc. And then like by the end of it, they learn something so that they overcome these faults that they have. But it was real Uh because they kept repeating the same shit. Like they kept having these falling outs where it's like, you just need to have like a real fucking conversation with each other. And this one keep happening, but that's not realistic. Right. So I really, it's really good. It's a really good book. I will say like near the end, it got a little, I was like, okay, I'm a little bit, I'm kind of ready for this to be over. Um, Uh some some bad stuff happened and they were like they had like a really bad falling out and so i was like i understand this but then like there was a whole chapter about this video game that she was playing and i'm like i don't fucking care about this video game like, <laughs> please i, I want to skip this chapter but I, I understand that there's going to be some vital information here but i need this to be over but it was right. near the end of the book but no it's a really good book it's tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow i highly recommend it <laughs> okay so um also lastly matt i saw avatar 2 the way of water the james oh, how was it the james cameron epic it was it was okay it was okay um i'll say this like when it first started off i was like you know what I liked this so much better than the first movie. Um, I'm feeling this, you know, like uh, we're back in Pandora. Oh, side note, I saw the re-release of Avatar 1 in 3D like a couple of months ago. I, I saw Avatar 1 years ago. I was like, man. And like minutes into seeing the re-release, I was like, I 
just remembered I fucking hate this movie. So th- this is where we were. So I'm watching it. And I'm like, I'm feeling this. This is fun. We're back in Pandora. And then they're like, okay, hey, so we're actually going to um, leave the jungles of Pandora and go to the waters of Pandora because we're on some punk ass shit. And I was like, hold up, wait, what? You're about to do what now? You're about to bring this fight to somebody else's door? No? Okay, cool. Yeah, we 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 won we won the first time at home, but now we better go bring this to somebody else's house. Right, this is somebody <laughs> else's problem. So I haven't seen right. the new movie, but I always thought the from the first movie, the, the whole point was to protect the trees. Oh uh, no, we don't, give it, shit. Right. we don't get we don't give a shit about that no more. No, nah, so okay, we don't care about trees. No, just, no, this going on. No, no, Caesar, we care about the way of water. Oh, right. Ah. Uh, there's some stuff in the water that we that we need to protect now from from humans. Uh, uh liquid unobtaining, unobtaining. It it basically is. It's gold too. It's liquid gold. It's it's actual liquid gold. <laughs> <laughs> so like they go to the water area, and I'm like, I'm kind of not feeling this movie. And I look at my watch, and I'd only seen an hour of the movie, and I was like, wait, what? No, no. No, and the movie's still going. I was like, God damn it, movie. God <laughs> damn it, movie. Um, I don't know. And then like when we got to like the final climactic fight battle of the movie, I looked at my watch and I had another 45 minutes left. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And it was around that time where um, you know how like if you watch like a, a movie, like a science fiction movie. And there's like a parasite attached to like somebody and it's giving them hallucinations. Mm-hmm. And eventually the main character like starts to break out of it. And they're like, hold up, this isn't real. That happened to me when we got to the final sequence. Cause like all throughout the movie, I was like, this is getting stupider and stupider, but God damn it. Is this movie beautiful? When we got to that final sequence and I saw that I had almost an hour left, the illusion was broken. And I was like, this looks like a, a cut scene. Like this, this CGI is not hidden anymore. Like, I feel like the human brain can only look at this so long before it's like, this is not real. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it, and it starts to reject it. So I thought the movie was, I, I still think that the second movie was better than the first movie, but it's still some bullshit. Um, Carlin, have you seen this movie? No, no, I haven't seen it. Was never really interested to watch it. Um, I remember so, the other day, though, the ABC News was like reporting on it. And a lot of people were like giving it trash reviews because they're saying it's like some white uh, savior complex. Just like the first one. <laughs> just like the first one. And I was also astonished by like how many white people were in this movie. And I and in the current year of 2022, we can't hire this many white people in a movie. Right. <laughs> you had Zoe Saldana and then like there somebody else uh, that was like a um uh aboriginal person I believe that played like the chief of the water tribe and I think uh-huh. I think the I think the princess was was um was uh, biracial but everybody else is white in that movie and I'm like what's happening here like they go they get on a submarine and there's nothing but white people and one Asian woman. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? You Where's the representation? But like, you can't cast like this anymore. Like James Cameron, what are you doing, sir? So yeah. Um, so then anyway, so uh I saw that I saw the movie with friend of the show, Rachel. 
So I was like, well, that was a movie we saw. And she was like, yes, it was. I was ready to leave. And I was like, same. But, you know, this isn't like when we saw Blonde where we could turn this shit off. You know how much those 3D tickets cost? Oh, how much? Oh, no, it wasn't like that. It was like, well, it was like, it, it, it cost $40 total for two people. But I'm just saying. Wow. But um, so we're get we're, we're leaving. I'm like, oh, hey, so this is a really big thing for me. I've never listened to my own podcast in the car and I have no idea what the fuck somebody's about to say. So I was like, is it cool if we turn this on? She's like, yeah, OK. So I listened to Matt's review of this movie. And um, first thing I noticed was Matt was was quite intoxicated. Um, <laughs> is that what how you think did? I had to get through this movie? Yeah, I was going to yes. say. And then. And then plus, you know how many times I had to fucking record that because the audio wasn't messing up and everything. <laughs> I was, and plus, like, it's it's so hard to record a podcast yourself. Yes. To where I have to remember my notes and I can't do ums and stuff because this is not going to be edited. It's just it was just hard to do. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, yeah, I was upset about the movie. Then I got upset about how I had to do that, like, I had to record that, like, three, four times. Like, the first time, I was like, oh, shit, this is golden. And I looked, the audio's not hooked up, and they Chad had to help me. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I had to do, like, three more times. So then it was just, I was upset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So taking shots through that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> stressful. Every, it, it was stressful every, every single time. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it I when you were like breaking down like the things you didn't like about it, I was like, same Matt, same. We would have had a lot of fun shitting on this movie together. Yeah, it's 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 just not it's, it reminds me, like I said, of, of Dune, where it's visually beautiful, but it's kind of like re- you rehashing rehashing the same thing to where in the like what's his name? Scorpion? No, that's not his name. Oh, What's the little, little boy's that name? That little boy, monkey, monkey or squirrel somebody, or somebody yeah, some kind of, Oh, spider, spider, spider. There we go. I know it's some kind of animal name. <laughs> like he a fucking villain in that movie to me. Like yeah. he's the one who teaches the bad guys how to do everything. And so I thought he was gonna die in this movie, but he stays alive. And like my know, thing is I like, like I don't I don't I don't like how he has dreads and stuff. So it was just yeah. a whole thing. <laughs> yeah, like he this little boy. He was like the whole begin the first. I wouldn't even say the first act because this movie's so goddamn long. But um, the first part of the movie, he's like team Jake Sully, team Avatar people from the first movie. He's like, yeah, yeah, my best friends. And then when he starts hanging out with the villain, all right, villains. So what y'all need to do is y'all need to hook y'all, um, y'all, y'all, um, the tail right. ponytail things to these to these raptor things, right? This how y'all gonna get around and fuck motherfuckers up. Like, why are you helping them, sir? Like, right. stop helping right. them. Also, extremely disturbing. Sigourney Weaver is back in this movie, even though she died in the first movie, and she's playing a teenager. And it is it is just beyond mental, uncanny wall shit. Like this woman's seventy three years old, playing oh. like a fourteen year old. It you mean was, like a CGI type thing? Yeah, it was like, disturbing. Oh. Her seventy three year old voice coming out of a face that kind of looks like her, but young. It was disturbing. Yeah, that looks she weird. was blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like, but all the avatars kind of look like the actors. So it was just kind of fucked up. 
I don't. What the fuck were we doing, James Cameron? Hey, man, you got two more of these to look forward to. Really? He yeah. wants yep. it, the rest of his career is Avatar movies. He said that many times. Oh, yeah. I didn't even get how like why everybody thought the first one was that good. It wasn't the that the three D was like be it was pushing the limits of technology at the time, and it still looks good. Yeah, I get like an eye stigmatism every time I try to watch anything in three D. So yeah, I don't I don't I don't watch movies in three D. So trash. <laughs> Basura, Gomi. Yes, yes. Oh, Matt's go. favorite word. Yeah. Avatar two, this big blockbuster movie. When it got released in Japan, you know it was not even number one that weekend. What was number one? It anime. Oh, <laughs> An anime movie. Uh, the basketball one. What? Love and basketball. No, uh, there's an anime about basketball players, and then this is like the first feature film. That movie grossed more in the first weekend than Avatar 2 did. So for me, I don't actually watch any of the like the, those sports animes or any of the like the uh the rom-com animes. I'm all about the action, the shonen. Uh so I think it's hilarious that you'd have a uh that big of a showing in, in the theaters for one of those sports movies, sports animes. <laughs> right. I didn't know it was that big either, but once I saw that, I laughed. I was like, Japan is staying on brand that they'll choose an anime over Avatar 2. But nah, honestly, that basketball movie anime was probably better than Avatar 2. I wish you could remember what it was called. I'm, I'm super interested. What is, uh, what is this about? Oh, you got, you got the poster? Yeah. <laughs> We're bringing the show to a screeching halt. Are you into anime, Carlin? um no well uh, well not really and you know it's oh, funny you say that because... oh yes yes somebody's finally on my side okay but okay. it's funny you say that because one of the next videos i'm going to do for the channel and this one might be like a long video but it's going to be titled i hate anime and it's just me describing why i don't like anime and then i have like 30 to 40 shows that i'm gearing up to watch to try to find an understanding to why people love anime so much yeah, oh, you're gonna I... be a fan by your time you're done. <laughs> I don't or know. I've not. gotten through uh, quite a few now, and I just I can't stand it. <laughs> Are you doing movies, TV, or both? Um, a little bit of both. As of right now, it's just TV shows. Um, mm, I think so out of like time. the five that I've watched, there's only like one or two that I like. Which ones have you watched? Um, there's one called X Driver that I've been watching. And it was only like six episodes in like one season. And then they have like a, t a TV movie or whatever. Yeah, the see, movie this is, is awful. This is shit I need. <laughs> like Matt's always like, oh, man, I was watching so-and-so, so-and-so. It's a short season. It's only 35 episodes. Like, what? No. Right. Yeah. Less than Carl 10. Carlin's watching, Carlin's watching off-brand anime. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was like. I, I've never heard of that anime. So I was waiting for one that I've heard of. Yeah, yeah. X Driver. And then I've also been watching what's this one called? It's called uh, oh, I don't even know what it's called. <laughs> well, um, as you think so, about it, that, that the basketball movie that outdid Avatar is called Slam Dunk. That's the name of the anime. I've heard of it. Hmm. I've scrolled past. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched it either. 
Oh, it's called Carried by the Wind. That sounds like a movie. Uh, it's a it TV like series, <laughs> an anime TV series about a woman samurai who just mm. goes on random adventures with another oh, okay. woman. How many episodes? Oh. Is it? It's like 13 episodes. And it was, it's actually like, it's cool. It's really light, but it's just, there's no point to it. There's no huge. Oh, no through line. Or anything. Yeah. It's, it's just, like a 1987 anime. Yeah. Okay. So I think uh, what I think is uh, me and Matt should get together and create it. You said, what did you say? 40, 40 different uh, shows that you're trying to watch? Yeah. I think we can pull together some some stuff for you that, that all of a sudden, that next time he's on the show, he's going to be a fan. I bet you. No, you need Absolutely. to stay away from y'all. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's gonna be great. I, I start off. I start. I start you off with. There's one season of this. It's not a lot of episodes, but it's One Punch Man. Mm. There, there's like three seasons, seasons of One Punch Man. Oh, I started. Really? I watched um, Samurai Champ Champlo. Yeah, Champlo. Yeah, I was so interested to watch it because I was like, oh, the soundtrack is freaking awesome. I yeah. watched like the first two episodes. I was like, this is incredibly boring. <laughs> <laughs> like why is nothing happening um, yeah the okay, characters yeah, it's, are awesome it's, it's two seasons yeah love right. the soundtrack are you a, a dubs or subs guy oh i'm dub i can't watch anything good all right good oh. good because i i oh. need i need them to be mad at you because y'all are starting to find common ground and i didn't like that i can't even, can't even work with him now if he's, if he's yeah that's right dubs. right i gotta i gotta <laughs> sever those ties <laughs> you knew exactly where to hit too <laughs> right yeah. I can't people can't who can't read and watch at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now now the scales have been rebalanced. <laughs> All right. Um this week we discuss Glass Onion, a knives out mystery. Ladies and gentlemen, You expected the mystery. Get your hand off of that. You expected a puzzle. But for one person on this island, this is not a game. Will you explain it to us then, detective? So, Carlin, how would you describe this movie? Okay, great. Because I just finished watching it. <laughs> Fresh on your mind. I would. Oh, okay. This is perfect. How to describe it? Because I just told, I left my friend a voice note about it. I would describe this movie in one statement It's something truly a mystery if nobody cares. That's wow. that's how I felt about it. That's, that, that, <laughs> wait, that's, that's kind of deep. That's kind of yeah. Deep. That is deep. I was about to say that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's deep. I gotta let that marinate for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. say it, it again. Say, say say it one more time. Is something truly a mystery if nobody cares? It's kind of like a playoff that you know did a tree really fall if no one's around to hear it? Right, 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 right. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't know way. we were bringing the podcast to a halt, and we just had to like <laughs> contemplate right now. <laughs> yeah. We let let that digest. Okay, I got yeah. you. I'm on the same page now. I'm okay. tracking. So, um, you don't get to tell us your thoughts on the movie after fucking breaking our brains like that, Carla. <laughs> uh, Matt, what'd you think of this movie? I enjoyed it. Uh, 
I thought I took it more comedy ish because of the accents and the cameos and stuff. But then once the mystery part of it shows up, it was good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Just watching um, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. I was, in my mind, I was like, Jay's bot. I was like, no, don't say it. He's done with that. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Craig, do that, do that Southern accent and everything. It was just like hilarious to me the whole time he does it. So uh, I enjoyed it, though. I enjoyed it. Um, Caesar, I I really like the movie. Uh, especially from like just from the, the outset of the movie, like all the current pop culture references. You know what I'm saying? From the COVID, oh, the, yeah, COVID. With the, the yeah, I was, like, I was, I was gonna one, say everybody else got full mask on. Everybody got full mask on, and the one lady had to, like a a fishnet mask or something like that. It was like big holes in it. And then Batista like, oh my just God, out I couldn't breathe. And then Batista's yeah. just out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh disruptors assemble. I love that, man. That was that was cool. Um okay, Carlin, now that we've thought about what you had to say, mm-hmm. why didn't you like this movie? I just think that it was what's the best way to describe well one, I was already salty that Ryan Johnson uh, directed and wrote it because I'm still waiting for an apology for what he did for the last Jedi. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, so Carlin, is this about to be your last appearance on this podcast? No, listen, the last Jedi is not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie at all. It's just a bad Star Wars film. But knowing that he made this film, I don't the. I feel like there wasn't a mystery aspect of it because it didn't engage me to want wanting to solve it. Because one, I didn't care. For the characters and by the time that i was like okay well let me try to guess who is the killer they're already the movie's already telling me all the clues <laughs> without me trying to solve yeah. them myself i get what you're saying um i guess a quick side step has everyone seen their first knives out no yes okay um maybe we should have did that tonight instead um so like that's the first one yeah because that's kind of like the whole shtick of the knives out like it's not a straightforward mystery right like even in the first one i I will not spoil the first one like it's it's the the movie is a mystery but it's about more than what more than who did it right like just like this movie like it it's trying it's it's trying to put a lens on like society so like the first one touched on like um wealth and this one you know so many things like it's very topical when it came out like touching on like how rich people are can just do whatever the fuck they want to do just because they're brilliant right like how we all like uh interpret how we all can experience the same things but interpret it differently or interpret it a way that we are being told to interpret it, even if that's not necessarily what we saw, right? Like, uh, for example, there's a scene in the movie where someone hands someone a glass, and then that scene is played back, and they're like, that person reached for the glass. I didn't hand them anything, you know? Like perception, just like, you know, COVID, right? Like, people are getting sick, but like, 
was it COVID or was it something else? Like, just like how we can all interpret things differently. So like, I like that about the movie. Um, I, I love this movie. Like, I so what, what I'm trying to get at as I ramble is that um, the movie was about more than the mystery. And so going in, having seen the first one, I knew that that's not necessarily why I'm here. It's I, interesting. I, I, I get you. Yeah. Another reason why I didn't like it was the characters. I think the actors who portrayed them did a disjustice to them, but I think it was just bad casting in general. For the life of me throughout the movie, I was trying to name Kate Hudson, like her name as an actress, <laughs> because she's been so irrelevant. Throughout so were you calling her Almost Famous? No, I called her at first Catherine Heigl, but I know oh, that was someone that's else. funny. I that know that funny. was someone else, but I'm like, well, you kind of, kind of, I guess, look like her. But yeah, I feel like Edward Norton was Edward Norton in this film, not whatever character he was playing. And uh, Daniel Craig, uh, his accent and his mannerisms, the way he performed that character was just like, I don't know if he's just trying to be different, trying to be weird and thinking it will be creative, but it just didn't. Yeah, it, it was outrageous. Is what I would put on it. Yeah. Daniel Craig's accent. Outrageous. Yeah. Um, so like as I goofed around in the intro, like this is basically a modern not uh uh was it uh Death on the Nile. And so like um Kenneth Branagh, his accent in that is fucking ridiculous too. So I I, I think this is just a trope that we have to live through right now. Mm. But I just wanted uh, to I, say, Janelle Monet, mm-hmm, so beautiful in this mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm, she, mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. she was she was gorgeous in this movie. Who was that? The black woman, Helen. Yeah. Oh, I had a huge crush on Peg, that the Asian girl. Oh, Jessica Hedwig. Yeah, I liked her because oh, yeah. she looks so you, ordinary. You guys, you guys remember her? <laughs> I like her because she looks ordinary. Uh, <laughs> Oh, honestly, I, I was, I, when, yeah. when I seen her, I was like, "Hey, she's been in things." I don't remember what she's been in, but I know she's been in. Oh, things. don't you remember? It's, it's one of everybody's favorite shows, Iron Fist. The girl oh, who plays Peg. Oh, she's that's his girlfriend. Her. I was like, oh. Uh, yeah. You know how I feel about Iron Fist. So everybody <laughs> hates that show. What are you talking about? <laughs> wow. But in real life, uh, okay, she's British, her. and so like that's that's something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, yes, they're they're taking our jobs, but still. <laughs> now, before um, I looked at the credits, I thought she was that Asian woman from uh, Pen Penis that's showing Hulu. It's well, like I know what you're talking about. It, 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 well, it's it's Pen Fifteen. Oh, okay. Have you not heard of that? No, never. So it's a show about this um, Asian woman and this white woman they it's about like their experience in middle school and the adult actors they play the characters of themselves when they were teen when they were like 12 13 but everybody in the cast is like actual 12 or 13 year old kids except for them too yeah it's it's a comedy (laughs) show um but yeah so like i you know i'm not gonna just totally just like be like i love this movie i will say that um so I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the behind the scenes stuff like Netflix bought the rights to um, Knives Out. So Ryan Johnson has to make two movies and they bought the rights for like four hundred million dollars. 
and you could see that they had to like spend like several million dollars on this movie and so there i'm like why are all these fucking cameos in this movie what are we oh doing yeah there? there was a lot this yeah. has to be yeah, the worst cameo movie i've ever seen <laughs> that, the, the, the guy who gave the uh the spritz of uh covid immunity or whatever yeah isn't it the, the villain from uh yes moon Knight? yes 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 ethan hawk ethan hawk right ethan yeah. hawk yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually that's actually a piece of, of trivia he was um he was in the area because they were filming um a uh, moon night and ryan johnson was like hey man you want to come through he's like all right and he just walked on and just said, yeah. I got something for you to do. <laughs> you want to be in my new movie? I got I got several million dollars I have to get rid of. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Like, it was nice to see uh, Angela Lansbury since she recently passed away. But, like, I feel like that Zoom call that he did would have been funnier if it would have been actors that played detectives on TV shows. Like, since she uh, was no, Murder, like she wrote. Co- I did not even uh, realize uh, yeah, that was right. Angela Lansbury. Say it again. I did not even realize that was Angela Angela Lansbury. They were just happening like rapid fire. Like Yo Yo Ma was in this movie for no fucking reason. Like why is, <laughs> oh. why is Serena Williams here? Like yeah, what is happening? Weird. It was just weird. <laughs> they had to they had to spend that money. And yeah. also, who was uh the guy who opened up the door for uh, when Helen came with the box to his house? Oh, uh, Hugh Grant. Yeah, Hugh Grant. Yeah, mm-hmm. just random cameos. Right. It's yeah. like, what is what are we doing, movie? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, overall, I liked it. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the third movie. Uh, I, I I would suggest you watch the first movie, Carlin. It's it 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 takes some zigs and zags. Like it stuff happens where you're like, why? It's you can feel that this is that was his follow up to the Last Jedi. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, everything that he was trying to accomplish with The Last Jedi of like, I am going to like not fall into like your expectations of what you think will happen in this kind of movie. Um, If you know what I'm saying, Matt, that that is Uh what happens in Knives Out. That's interesting. Did the movie make any money? It made a lot of fucking money. Well, I know Knives Out made a lot of money. Oh, oh, this movie. I saw it. So didn't really do that well. So th- here's the problem: Netflix bought the rights, and you know Netflix is so headstrong on like we are a streaming company. We don't believe in movie theaters and all this bullshit. <clears throat> so they did this experiment where they released the movie in theaters for one week, one week only, and it was the week of Thanksgiving, and the movie made like forty-ish, fifty million dollars in that week. And the the analyst was saying if they actually would have like gave it a theatrical run until Christmas, until it came out on Netflix and actually like spent money on advertising and actually put it in the amount like it did. It right. had like a fraction of the amount of theaters that it was in that Knives Out was in and it still made like 40 million dollars. It would have made its budget back if they would have did that. Mm-hmm. But Netflix likes to waste money. Yeah, yeah. Just not smart, I guess. I don't know what's happening here. Like, we, th- we are, this is not the same streaming landscape that it was five years ago. Like, you can't, you aren't making money like this anymore. Like, yeah. yeah, there's too many options. It's yeah. not. Yeah. And then it's also, there's not that much money to streaming because. Right. It's a subscription. Like, yeah. 
okay, cool. You spent a hundred million dollars on this movie and you still getting the same amount of money you got last month because these are just subscriptions. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I actually read an article that said that 80% of households or family households have like whatever streaming service. And then by next year, that number only went up by like 0.2%. <laughs> right. Like what's the point of a, getting another streaming service? Like genuinely, like I was, I was actually talking to my cousin about this today um, where she was um, <laughs> my cousin. She's black. My cousin, Brie, friend of the show. And uh, you know that there's a new Best Man TV show? Oh, yeah. I just saw that last mm-hmm. night. <laughs> you watched it? No, I didn't watch it. I just saw it, it existed, which I was yeah. shocked by. It's on Peacock. And so she's like, oh, yeah, I got to get Peacock now because, you know, Best Man. And I'm like, but why, though? Like, why? Mm, yeah. Hey, because you want, you want to watch it. You got to pay for it. <sighs> But still, okay, if she she gets it for one month, she pays the $10 or whatever and unsubscribes, you spent however many millions of dollars on this show and you got $10? That's true. Yeah, they have to figure out a whole new way about it. Yeah. Is Peacock like the new BET? No. Well, so Peacock is NBC. NBC, yeah. NBC, okay, okay. Because I've heard of a, a streaming network called uh, Zeus. You guys heard of that one? Mm-mm. Zeus Network? Yes. That That is like the... I don't want to say New that. It's television. the... There we go. That's exactly the word I was going to use, but I was like, I wasn't going to use oh. that. But yeah, it's just... It, you have that uh, Blueface, uh, whatever his chick's name is Blue, on there. Blueface? It's like... He's a rapper. But yeah. um, you just have all these like reality yeah nonsense on there that people that people watch care about i think i do know what you're talking about because didn't what's his name because i was huge fan of um real chance of love and all that flavor of love stuff i think yeah Mm -hmm. who's real has his own show now on that network or that streaming service right is this one of those streaming services where you don't pay for it but it's like a fuck ton of ads on it no you pay for it oh Mm. uh only reason i picked i picked it up for a month it's because they had that one stripper TV show, uh, reality TV. It was pretty cool, uh, with the the girl from Love and Hip Hop. Uh, hey, Michelle. Her, no, the Spanish girl with the terrible accent. Oh, Jocelyn. Jocelyn, yes, Jocelyn's cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. So is it? It's like, is it like? It's just her living life, or is it her being naked? No, it's well, it's uh. It's her building a cabaret, okay. uh, like putting together all the all these, bringing together all these girls who want to be a, a dancer in her cabaret. It's actually really good. Uh, I started watching because one of my favorite porn stars actually was in there. <laughs> Wait, you Shout are, out you, to Miss Natural. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You over here watching traditional porn still? Man, we moved to OnlyFans, <laughs> all right? We so, we support small businesses, not corporations. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> I got to get on that. Um, okay, so what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes was on this movie? Um, I say something high. Yeah. So okay. let me go. So why don't I do this? I'm gonna tell you what the Rotten Tomatoes was on the first movie. How about that? To give you a baseline. Mm. I want to go 87. Hold, hold up. Hold up. 
knives out. I want to give you guys a baseline before before you do that. So knives out, the Rotten Tomatoes was ninety seven percent. I want to give you an, I- go- an idea. Then I'm going to go with a ninety. You said how much? 97? 97% Ryan right. score, uh, uh, tomato meter, 92 audience score. I'll go with 92. I'm going to stick with my 87. Okay. Just because the people who watched the first one really ex- are expecting a certain thing. And I don't know if they got really what they wanted. <clears throat> yeah. Second. Yeah. I'm going to go with 87 too. Oh, okay. Um, Still so- in my number. <laughs> the tomato meter and the audience score were both 93 percent. 93 uh i figured it'd be lower yeah 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 all right this week's trivia question the title glass onion refers to the beatles song from the white album the song teasing various myths about the band by the band about the band by the band specifically john legend john legend specifically john lennon who wrote it thus fitting as a mystery film's title. The first Knives Out was also titled after a song, specifically the song by which band? So one of these bands has a song called Knives Out. Is it A, Smashing Pumpkins, B, Radiohead, C, They Might Be Giants, or D, Motley Crue? I know it's not the Smashing Pumpkins. What was B? Again, Radiohead. I'm gonna go Radiohead. Yeah, I'll go uh, D. Motley Crew. So those are the two that I was going for, man. I was like, it's between Motley <laughs> Crew and Radiohead. <laughs> it's like one of those two says Knives Out has a song called Knives Out. Ah, uh, nah, play I'll the R's. Pick C. I'll go with A. Smash oh yeah, play the R's. Yeah, okay. Smash pumpkins, baby. Look at you guys over here being gamblers. I love it. The answer was Radiohead. It's from their fifth app. Ah. It's from their fifth album, um, Amnesiac. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, stole right. my answer again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna dump some trivia here. Ryan Johnson has stated that he briefly considered a running joke of having Daniel Craig use a different accent in each movie and not explain it. Oh, he should have done that. That would have been. He, he definitely should have. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we already talked about the Ethan Hawke thing. Um, so this movie reunites Daniel Craig and Dave Bautista. The last thing they were in together was Spectre. Ooh. And yeah, that's right. That's right. Benoit Blanc plays the white character in Among Us. Blanc is French for white. Ooh. And this last one. It's it's kind of a spoiler for the first movie, but this is a really interesting tidbit. It says, just like the first movie, the actor with the second second billing ends up being the murderer, and the person with the and billing ends up being the murder victim. Hmm. I, I like how Matt's like, hmm, let me look at this. IMDb, <laughs> IMDb may not be your friend on this one. You may have to like look at like the end of a trailer or something or rewatch the movie yeah i i definitely re-watch, rewatch the movie it's a solid movie like i really liked it um i ha- i have to cut this well, wait, say, how, how, how did you say it again 
Okay, it says the person with the second billing uh, ends up being the murderer. So it's Daniel Craig and then the second person. And then the person at the end that says uh, the person with the and, so the very last person credited in the credits uh, is the murder victim. So I'm going to assume... Oh yeah, I think in the trailer they were like and introducing Janelle Monet or some shit like that, even though she's been in movies since she was the. Well, mm-hmm. well, she was. Who, who, who was who was the murderer? It, in the well, it could, it could, it could, it uh, could. The murderer. Yes, it's a very famous man. Okay, okay, so that is correct on this one. And then you said, well, okay. Who, so uh, in the, in the second, in this second movie, two people died. So it, it could be referring to Batista. Let me, let me go out. Let me go out. Instead of going off the first one where you can't talk about it. Let me look this up real quick. So. I appreciate you fact checking these, this trivia that I did not fact check while we're on the air. <laughs> okay so yeah so you said the second person is the murderer correct right and then the person then with that- and that's credited as and so-and-so is the murder victim so it's either janelle monet or batista it's, it's right it's right it's right for the second one so for the and is it janelle monet or batista janelle monet okay so the second one or the first one the second billing was uh a person. I texted to you. Yeah. Is that the person? Yeah. That's, okay. So that's, it's correct. That's, 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 so, the, so, that's the murderer. Right. So it, the fact checking is correct. That is okay. correct how okay. they did it. Okay. So I, I kind of <laughs> hope they don't do that in the third movie because I don't want to be. Yeah. Like, now I know. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the and at for this? <laughs> all right. I know everything I need to know. But all right. Um, This is a. Well, I want to say this. I, I was going to say this is a very long episode, but it was not because we had a like we had technical difficulties and then we started the show and then shit still fucked up and then Carlin came in. So I want to say this is a long episode, but this is not that long of an episode. But this is a lot of fun, guys. Um, I do like the whole mixing and matching of guests. We experiment with this not as often as we should. I'll say that. Like um, we've 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 placed Fran with a few people. We placed Amy with a few people. We placed Rachel with a few people. But you know, you know, we got season Carlin over here just mixing it up like a whatever item you mix like a cake. What, what are we doing? <laughs> like a cake. I I guess. It's like a good blender. A good a good blender. A nice mixed up like mixed up like a margarita. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Got some ice and stuff and margaritas. Yeah. Yeah, or Jenna talked like uh, Matthew probably drinking when he was reviewing that, (laughs) (laughs) doing that bonus mini episode. That's funny, right? Um, But yeah, thanks guys for coming on. Um, I do want to apologize for like such a tight turnaround. Like we're we're trying to be relevant, and like the last like three reviews we did were like old movies, and so we were like, um, we we need to like put something new out there. So I appreciate you guys watching this and then immediately getting on this call. So thank you. Yeah, no worries. But yeah, it was good talking to you, Carl. It's been a minute, you know. Uh, appreciate those tags on Instagram. 
Thank you. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been good talking to you on air, Caesar. Uh, we've been talking offline, but you know, that's not stuff that we can share with the people. Not yet, at least. Not yet. Yeah. But um, do you guys, uh, well, Carlin, uh, we're going we're gonna to have you plug your stuff. But um, Caesar, is there anything you'd like to plug before Carlin goes? Uh, I'd like to plug uh, Chad's new tax preparer services that uh, oh. I'm going to be partaking. <laughs> mm, okay. uh, if anybody wants to follow me on Instagram, it's CaesarJ1284. That's C-A-E-S-A-R-J-1284. Hit me up. <laughs> Say hi. <laughs> uh carla um yeah i have a youtube channel called starfighter reviews a podcast called starfighter full movie podcast and yeah you can find all my socials by just starfighter reviews <laughs> keep it simple that's good yes 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 uh nice and marketable uh, thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at weusetotalkpod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at We Used to Talk Pod. Happy New Year's. I hope 2023 is good for you guys. I'm hoping it's good for us, or maybe we're going to break up. Who knows, Matt? Who knows what the year has in store for us? Hey, this is going to be the years of breakup, so it will be. Who else is breaking up? Or are you talking about something that we can't talk about on air? (laughs) Yes. Moving, (laughs) moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, Next week, come back for our year end wrap up. Um, That'd be fun. And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode, but whatever you think about think about it talk about it at work thank you for listening